Get off my lawn! But first, subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you hit that notification button so that we get to annoy you every time we upload a video. The Magic Dads podcast is now available wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube at the Old Cranky Man Collectibles YouTube channel. Magic Dads is brought to you by Old Cranky Man Collectibles and all of our generous patrons over at patreon.com forward slash MTG Dads podcast. Go check it out for exclusive content and so much more. What up, fam? It's Monday, and that means today on the Magic Dad Podcast, we're talking about Canadian Highlander. Oh, baby, I'm glad we carved out a day for it. So, big news in Canadian Highlander, effective uh, today. Yeah, the first, May 1st. Not only Justin Timberlake's favorite day of the year. <laughs> what? It's going to be May. Random facts? <laughs> no, it's in sync. It's, it's going to be May. Anyway. Sorry, I apologize to everybody. I'm Stefan. No, don't way. don't apologize. It's absolutely not necessary. He's Stefan. My name is Blake. Hi. So yeah, new new points changes. Points changes. They're juicing it, man. Yes. So I am I am so pleased that these stinkers finally came off of the points list. Let me tell you why. Because there are several cards on this points list that have now been removed from the points list that are traps. A lot of people will be like, here's my nine points. I need another one point card to put in there. I'm going to play this card. It's a trap. Uh, so the points list can and does actively trick some players into playing cards that they have no actual business playing in their deck. Um, or they will decide that they want that to be their 10th point, And then they no. will create a scenario inside of their deck. Why that card is now their 10 point or, uh, or insert X cards to make it work. Yeah. And, and we see that a lot because there are a lot of nine point spreads that are very good. Soul ring and, and mana crypt are nine triple moxes nine yep. and these are arguably the most powerful point spreads in our format yep um so without further ado i know we're excited to get to it let's start from the top blake what's our first card that's that's getting adjusted they can see it right there on your screen oh. if, if you're listening to this on pot um, <laughs> if you're listening to this on spotify you cannot see it so i'll tell you it's mind twist oh my god this card sort of uh discussed for a long time on whether or not so mind twist is uh uh, X and a black, and it says target player discards X cards at random for a sorcery. That I'm is doing that from memory. Um, are they random? At, it is at random. I don't know if it's it is at random. Opponent. Yes, it says target player discards X cards at random. So you can hit yourself with it technically if you get mind slavered. Um, this card, yeah, I know. This card's super contextual. Um, it's really good in certain decks that are obviously in black. Yep. And uh, can and run like uh, what dark ritual. And like if your yep. first turn is is land ritual mocks this, you're going to win. 
Yep. But listen to all those cards that I just listed to make this card a game winner. Yes. So the thing about Mind Twist is that, like, I, I don't think that your typical black decks that play, like, Thought Seize and Inquisition of Kozilek also want to play Mind Twist. Uh, some of them do, but I, I don't yeah. think that a lot of them don't. Um, the thing about Mind Twist is, is that it's really at its best when you cast it on the first few turns of the game. Mm-hmm. And I don't think if if him to Turok is zero points, there's no universe in which Mind Twist should be one point. Him to Turok, I believe, is a more powerful card. I, uh, I completely agree with you, yes. For two mana, you always get two cards. Uh, Mind Twist only gives you one card for two mana, so. So I think... We, we sort of covered here, um, like, going to zero points totally makes sense. We agree 100%, right? Yes, absolutely. Without a doubt. Still don't play it. The, <laughs> the next card on the list is one of my favorite white cards. It is Balance. Balance says, Each player chooses a number of lands he or she controls equal to the number of lands controlled by the player who controls the fewest then sacrifices the rest. Players discard cards and sacrifice creatures the same way. Very, very powerful card. Band and Commander. Yeah, so like you said, it's Band and Commander. So yep. like in, in, in a deck, this is actually very similar to, you know, what you said about Mind Twist, where you start mm-hmm. with like land, mox, dark ritual, mind twist you. Yep. So you can do a very similar thing with balance. So you can go land, mox, dark ritual, and now you only have uh, four cards in your hand. You cast balance, now you only have three cards in your hand. You also have uh, a mox in in play that's not going to die. And so all the other players now have to discard down until they have three. They have to sacrifice creatures. They have to sacrifice lands. Um, The thing about balance is, though, is, is... I think balance gets better the longer the game goes on. In a deck, in a deck, in a deck where you want balance, I think balance is going to be best resolving it in the mid to late game. Yeah, hundred percent. I totally agree. And unfortunately, a lot of the decks that are white heavy, or at least like any real white decks, want either card advantage in hand, so they want to have more cards in hand, or they want to have board advantage over their opponent. And either of those scenarios really hurts with balance. But I think that the the real nuance to to making a balance good is knowing when to cast it. Okay. How how you're going to get the most out of your balance? Like I think most of the death and taxes decks can can play balance face okay. up, and it will be very very good. Yeah, I I agree. I do agree a hundred percent. But you do have to, like you said unloaded at the exact right moment it's like an armageddon right you cannot you cannot play it at the wrong time it will kill you um but i i totally agree with it coming off the points list it's so narrow and it goes in so few decks um it does sort of make uh a a, sort of a i don't know if this is important at all but white is the only color without a pointed card yeah balance was it (laughs) <laughs> sorry white mages oh right there's sort of a reason that that soul ring and mana crypt just fall into 
white decks. I mean, outside of like Mox Pearl, obviously. Um, yeah, so I honestly, I, I'm fine with it going to zero. I do think a lot of people should look at it, especially like if you're a Planeswalker heavy control deck. Look at balance. It's free now. Like, don't be afraid. Go in on it. Yeah, and I think that I, I think that it's one of those cards that can be very intimidating as well because it, it's first of all it's kind of a reader. Um, it's not something that a lot of players have seen resolve or have resolve against them, so it can be kind of hard to figure it out. But uh, I think I think that you know give it give it a whirl. It's it's a real 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 sweet magic card. Is, uh, as mind twist, honestly. It is it is the exact opposite of of mind twist. I think mind twist is a trap. So one one thing that I want to point out about balance is like even yeah, sure. even even in a control deck. So a control deck, you know, typically where you know you don't have a whole lot of creatures in play, but you probably have a lot of cards in in hand and a lot of and a lot of lands in play. If you play a balance and it results in you having to discard a few cards and maybe sacrifice a few lands, but your all of your opponent's creatures die, you just wrath them for two mana. Uh, and a lot of those decks do get value out of their graveyard, right? So you're sort of like feeling some of your graveyard. Don't like be bold. Don't be a coward. Don't don't sleep on balance. Yeah, it's free. Go for it. Next up is a land. Ooh, one of my favorites, actually. Should I should I tell my should I tell my story? Oh, go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I at one time owned a copy of Library of Alexandria, and I traded it for a foil avatar of woe, which at the time was a fair trade. Foil avatar of woe uh, was going for a good chunk of change. The set had just been released, and um, and foils were the new thing because they had never been around before. And a foil avatar of woe uh, fetched a pretty penny. And I had a library of Alexandria and I traded it to a guy in our community. He still has that copy of library of Alexandria and he still gives me crap about it. Every time I see him, <laughs> you, you do love that. He just held on to it. This whole time. <laughs> like, didn't catch that check. Uh, so library of Alexandria, in case anybody's wondering is a card from Arabian nights. Um, it taps for a couple of the spana. Yes. Impo taps... Important. Yeah. Really important. A lot of those, a lot of these powerful older lands um, don't tap for mana. We're looking at you, Bazaar of Baghdad, and uh, yes, and Tabernacle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Library taps for a colorless, and you can tap it to draw a card if you have exactly seven cards in hand. Um, so if you're a control deck, if you're a control deck, you are generally wanting to have seven cards in hand if you're a deck that um doesn't care a ton about colored mana you don't have a greedy mana base it's okay to just put a library of alexandria in your deck because sometimes it's going to draw you a card yeah or, or a few cards right? or a few cards yeah i think it's a totally reasonable include for a couple decks i don't think every deck wants it still it's free no not every deck wants it yeah like what the decks that really want this card are control decks or tempo decks that are super reactive and like to have a full hand and can draw at least three or four cards off of it over the course of the game. But the people that were putting it in as the 10th point, I don't think that was probably correct unless they were positioned to utilize it. No, but I also think that a lot of the monocolor decks can just play, could just play a library now. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I think, you know, crazy. I think death and taxes could probably get away with it. Like if they, if you're playing the control deck, like 
death and taxes gets to shift gears like that yes it does mm -hmm. and so if they shifted gears into a control deck playing against something faster like burn or goblins um then they're just going to maintain that stocked hand and they're going to be able to draw one two three cards four cards with it yeah like, the, the thing about library is if you get to draw one card you also get to draw at least one more card yeah agreed agreed yeah it's even if they even if they destroy it you're sort of one for one them with land removal and i don't know please waste man please wasteland my library do yeah. it <laughs> yeah that's honestly i think this coming off the list is totally reasonable yeah totally fine it does allow a lot of new lists to play it and i'm excited to see it in yep. a lot of new places yeah absolutely sort of more of the one of the more fun removals from the point list um and Blake can go see if he can get it back. <laughs> There's no hey, I still have your avatar of woe. Do you want to just take these backsies? Yeah. Uh, so next card on the list. Next card on the around. next card on the list is Summoner's Pact. Oh my god. Okay, so this card um, is a zero mana zero mana instant. It says search your library for a green creature, reveal it, put it into your hand. At the beginning of your next upkeep, pay two and two green if you don't lose the game. Yep. Which is sort of like the pact. Yes, like, it's pact it's the policy. pact thing. Mm -hmm. um, this card was pointed for a long time because of a deck that has lost a lot of its power and isn't that great anymore. And that is Flash Hulk. Flash Hulk specifically wanted to have Hulk in hand with a flash and just set it off. And that, yep. this is one of the this is one of the casualties of when that that deck was oppressive. Um, today, are what decks want this? Flash Hulk. <laughs> okay. Flash is Fla Flash is five, right? Yeah, Hulk is zero. Spellseekers three. Spellseekers three. Yeah. <laughs> and now Hulk and Summoner's Pact are both zero. So you still get yeah. you still get two more points that you're gonna play around with. You can play with Vamp or whatever, or or Mystical Tutor. Honestly, world's your onion. World is your onion. Bring bring back Flash Hulk. But that's the only deck, as far as I know, that really wanted this card, right? Um, you, you know, you've got your Hermit Druid, your Hermit Druid deck where right, yeah. you know you want a summoner's pact for Hermit Druid, so Yeah. Only if you can give it haste. But what are but like yeah. I, I don't know, um maybe like uh, a lands deck that really wants to find Primeval Titan more frequently. I could see that. Um, you, you sort of, your, you know, your, your mid rangey green decks, maybe like a cradle hoof deck where, oh, yeah. where it has just, yeah. you just have a suite of different green creatures that you can go find for a variety of situations. Summoner's pack for a collector roof. Oh, that's actually sweet. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of decks that can make use of a summoner's pact, but it was never worth one point, right? Absolutely not. No. And it sort of trapped some people because they thought, you know, we talk, we go back to this where it was like, yep. at one point, I'm going to include it because I'm a target for it. Yep. Ooh. Yep. We were just, we were just talking to someone this afternoon about their, you know, their green, white mid range deck. And, and, uh, you know, he was talking about summoners pact and he didn't, he didn't really understand the nuance of it. You know, he's like, why is it an instant when I kind of actually want to play it on my oh. turn? And, you know, he's asking questions about it. And the only thing that I said, this was before, uh, the points reduction. Oh, so right. when we were having this conversation, Summoner's Pact was still one point and he was waffling on what he wanted his last point to be. And he was yeah. thinking he wanted Summoner's Pact. And I was like, it's a trap. Yep. 
<laughs> Generally speaking, and this is like this is sort of what happens in modern with the with the prime time decks. Um, you're not paying that cost. You're winning on that, right. on that yep. turn. Yep. Um, which is sort of like if you can't win on the turn that you're casting your summoner's pact, you're you generally don't want to cast it. Yep. Um I, I'm not saying don't play it. I think you should absolutely play it if you're in Flash Hulk. Or or in uh in uh it might be a, a nice push for for Cradle Hook too, right? Like that deck's sure I, I feel like been struggling a little bit just because of the amount of pyroclasm effects. Yep. Um give it a little juice. You could pay for it. I, I mean, you know, I believe that's what the council's, you know, reasoning was, is they, the, between this and uh, one of the other cards that's on the points list, they're really trying to beef up those, those, um, you know, green creature decks. Yeah, I agree. Give them, give them a little bit more, you know, robustness. And, and again, like taking it off the list sort of frees it up from this feeling of like, maybe I should include it in the 10 point and lets people examine it as a card right. of its own. Yeah. And I love that. I love yeah. that. I love that for Summoner's Pact. Good for you. Slay Queen. Go off. So those four cards, those four cards, Mind Twist, Balance, Library, and Summoner's Pact have all been removed from the points list. There's two other changes. Two other changes. So uh, these, both of these cards were previously two-pointed cards, and they have both been reduced to just one singular point. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the first one is going to be Mystical Tutor. Yep, Mystical Tutor. One one blue mana instant that says search your library for an instant or sorcery spell, reveal it, put it on top of your library, or reveal it, shuffle your library, then put it on top. You don't yep. put it on top and shuffle. <laughs> That'd be silly. Um, this that sounds like that sounds like a red card. Yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> shuffle. Is there some way to interrupt the? the Anyways, uh, this spell long has been used. Um, well. It's been a two-point card for forever, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't know that a lot of people even played it at two points. I don't... I It is most certainly not worth two points, and um, I'm hard-pressed to believe that it is even worth one singular point. You know where this would be good, actually? It is a bit of a hot take, I know, but I, I do not believe Mystical Tutor is worth a singular point. It's... Yeah, it's sort of a hard sell. It's sort of... We've, we've seen the Enlightened Tutor come off the list. That was one for a long time. Worldly's no longer a point. Um, it, it's a card negative, it's face up, and arguably the instants and sorceries are more powerful in Canadian Highlander. At the same time, the one of the only decks I would consider running this in is, funny enough, Flash Hulk. Sure. this gets you Flash. Yeah. Basically anything that can find the, the, the busted pointed instants and sorceries also gets uh -huh. pointed. That's just kind of a rule. But I, I like it at one. At at one, it's I think okay, like to find your seven point card, to find your time lock, to find your ancestor recall if you're if you're really going deep. Um I don't think it goes in every deck, but it's slow, it's face up. The cards I think that have the best amount of value from it are the miracles. So uh, that's what I was just going to say. So yeah, Davy Davy's got his blue white control deck and he loves a mystical tutor to put terminus on top or to put an entreat the angels on top. And I respect that, but mm -hmm. I've, I, I would build the deck differently personally. Oh. <laughs> okay. uh, just, just not real big on the whole card negative face up thing, especially the card negative part in an in attrition deck. Eh, 
I don't think that it's worth your card economy to go down a card just to find a miracle so that you can cast it. You kind of, it's kind of like going down two cards, even if you get a two for one or three for one, your opponent. Uh, one of the other reasons that I'm okay with mystical being one is blue does have a lot of draw spells that'll give you the, like that will basically give you that card into hand. And again, I know we're talking about a spell, making a spell good. Right. Um, but it it's contextual. I don't know that every deck wants this, and probably too many people are playing it. Right? Like maybe it's one of those things where people were play people weren't paying two for it. People just weren't jamming it. They kind of want to see if they can juice it at one. I don't know. Mystical Tutor. Glad it went down to one point. Would love to see it come off the points list entirely. Just not a fan. Okay, now let's talk about the okay. the card. The card. This is sort of the big one, man. I'll let you. Uh, so, a um, bit of a story. I know you talked about Library of Alexandria. Back in the day, I played Standard um, in the Tempest block. And my favorite deck after uh, after Exodus came out was a, a deck called Rexer, um, which is named after two cards in the deck, Recurring Nightmare and Survival of the Fittest. For the longest time, Survival of the Fittest has been two points. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you how excited I am that this card is going to one. It is probably one of my favorite cards of all time. It is two mana, one and a green for an enchantment. Uh, it has a photograph on it of a goblin killing another goblin. <laughs> and it has an activated ability of green, discard a creature card, search your library for a creature card, reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle. It is an absolute all-star. I play the bad version of it in Fauna Shaman. This what what deck wants this, Blake? Rexer. Yep, that's the deck. Sandy B. Ender Bullock. Uh, hang on a hang on a second. I have to show you something. All right, Blake, what do you got for me? I am now the proud owner of a Survival of the Fist. <laughs> that is Pete Venters. Oh God, I love that card. Yep, I picked this up. I picked this up from uh, OCM. Uh, last weekend, again, before the points changes were announced, I have a Rexer deck, and uh, oh, buddy. Yeah, it's worth it's worth a pickup. It's sort of a pricier card now because it is on the reserve list. But yeah. Getting it is such a mind blower. It's so good. It's worth one point, I guess. I pay two and happy to do it. Oh, absolutely happy to pay two points, without a do doubt. you like putting cards in the graveyard, Blake? Uh, I, I do. I especially... I especially like putting uh, a Traxagran Unifier in the graveyard and then and then casting a Necromancy. Yeah, that card will get you there. And like, there are, interestingly, there are loops with Survival of the Fittest that mirror loops with Birthing Pod. Yep. Where and, and are cheaper, and you can do it all at once without any kind of additional bad cards in your deck, right? Yep, Loyal Retainers. Yeah, it's, man... I, I adore this card. I am so excited to see it at one. Yes. So many decks can make use of it at one. If now, green, if you have any creatures, play this card. Play it as your 10th point. It's in green and have creatures. Play it. It's a hell of a drug. It, it going to one is sort of uh, is sort of inexplicable to me. I love that they did it. Yeah, me too. Um, so uh, before we sign off, uh, sign off here, covering these these five cards or these six cards that got changed, um, I, I took a look at the council votes on them. All of these cards were unanimous to reduce points on, except for one where there was a single dissenting opinion. What I know. Cards have the descending opinion, Blake. Balance. 
Incorrect. Oh! It was Mystical Tutor had one dissenting vote. Um, I know the the one card that you're not, that you're like, yeah, get it off the points list. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a personal opinion. It's in no way. That's just my personal opinion. I do. I do love that they took this opportunity after the the 2022 yep. championship to reduce the points to kind of like improve the format a little bit and test out the waters yes because like they've done this before with point reductions where they just increase them later if there's a problem so one one of my favorite things about canadian highlander and specifically this like this thing that they just did right here is that people have been screaming for years and years and years that there are cards on the modern ban list on the legacy on the legacy ban list that do not belong on there anymore please remove them mm -hmm. and and the canadian highlander council has taken an opportunity to to really listen to the community and to facilitate a removal of cards that probably do not belong on there. Again, like you said, if it's problematic, they can always go back and put them back on there. The same the same way that 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 Watsi could do that with the ban list in both Modern and Legacy. Any other format, they could do it. They choose not to because they don't want to. They don't want to. I don't know. Create player confusion, but for because banning a card is way more binary than pointing it right um it, it is un unarguably but at the same time i am comfortable with bold choices in formats to increase interest to increase play and if there's a problem afterwards it's okay to be a bit reactionary yep. i i loved that they unbanned golgari grave troll in modern a couple times just to test it out yep like sure yeah mess it up a little bit come back fix it it's okay totally fine absolutely cool 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 is that it? Right. Are we yeah, done? I, that is all. I'm really, really happy we got to talk about this. This is a, such a fun topic for me. Yeah, we had something else planned, but then they made this announcement. We were like, well, <laughs> yeah. guess we're not going to talk about that anymore. Anyways, that does it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We just want to remind you that we're, we're proud, proud of you. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. -bye.